Would you like to lead us off this week, Zoe? Hello, and here we are, the Bromley Buzz. Or possibly the Bromley Croak for the, the second time. The Bromley Croaky Buzz, yes, for the second time. And we are transmitting from my beautiful flat, may yes. I say. Yes, uh, you being Zenat Narani of Vida Della Mariposa Coaching. And, and I you am... are Darren Wheel of Intune PR. Indeed I am. Uh, and uh, yes, I get well soon, Z. You seem to be a little under the weather. Thank you. This is my normal voice. Have you not noticed? <laughs> For the last year. I <laughs> need <laughs> my hearing dealt with. Um, oh, no, I was just um, picking up some magazines the other day, actually, and um, uh, the Life in um, Orpington and Life in Bromley from Loretta Wright. And her husband, Jamie, goes, <laughs> he looked at me and he goes, Are you well again? Are you never well? <laughs> it seems every time I go and pick up the magazines every month, I'm sick. Well, I have a target for you then, because Indeed. you are on every week on a, a Friday doing your Mindset Matters show from uh, Channel Radio, mm -hmm. and we're on it 10am on Mondays ourselves. Excellent. By this Friday, um, what would that be, 24th I think? 24th. Yeah, by this Friday the 24th, your challenge is to get completely well and to sound your absolute normal non-croaky <laughs> self non uh, for your show. Fingers crossed. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, in other news that will be coming up, we will not today be talking particularly about our next competition, but uh, having announced the fact that our last hamper winner has gone off happily, uh, we will be coming up to another one soon. And um, yeah, we had uh, a joint buzz, didn't we, this week? So do you want to talk about that one? We did have a joint buzz. It was really, really lovely, actually. Uh, not only a joint buzz, it would have been a, um, a triple buzz. A triple no, buzz. No, no, Quadruple. A tripod buzz, is it? No, no, I'm going to quadruple now because um, I'm reigning in Chandra as well. Yes. Chandra Sharma, Elmcroft Business Services, Sarah, Sarah Marsh Collins, Fable Monkey Media, uh, uh, who joined us at the EEL, I can't remember what it stands for now, but entertainment but is in there, which is unusual. It for is, and, and lifestyle. Uh, Thank you. It's to do with the lifestyle, and um, it's a, um, this one is a Kent-based networking event uh, by Joe Deep. Um, who runs it? He's done really, really well in sort of just under three years. He launches during the pandemic. Yes, um, and they and seem really to grown. they seem to have got a, a festival as a subset of what they do, and that caught attention and got them onto BBC TV as mm, well. Absolutely. So we were a lot on networking. Chandra invited us along uh, um, as he is part of the uh, what do we call it? The members admin and runs the event. Yes. Um, alongside uh, other members there. And he invited Sarah and myself to go along and speak. Sarah spoke about uh, three tips uh, to do with LinkedIn. And I spoke about business growth mindset. Indeed you did. Which was really, really nice. And just a big shout out actually to Champagne. They've got three branches. Uh, one in Bromley in Chatterton. The other branch is in Welling. And this one was in Westrum. Absolutely stunning venue. I have to say, restaurant. it's one of one of the most impressive uh, Indian restaurants visually I've been in. Mm. I mean, the staff were amazing, so attentive, and um, I found the food. Considering I don't eat out a lot in Indian restaurants, <laughs> as we know, um, the food was very, very tasty, very delicious. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, it's hard for me to find an Indian restaurant I wouldn't enjoy, in all fairness. Yes, but no, good event, good night, good speakers. I met some really lovely people, great connections. Mm -hmm. It was a real buzz. Yeah, and that event um, will be carrying on at intervals, whether it's at the Champagne or elsewhere. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, if you look, were to look up, 
uh, EEL networking. Mm. Um, I imagine it will be rising to the top of the yeah. search chart. Absolutely. And just mentoring Champagne, they also won the um, London Curry Awards for, um, what was it? Was it for the South East, wasn't it? That they so. won for the South East. So, yes, that was the Westrum called the Spinning Wheel. Yes, Champagne at Spinning Wheel is what they call Champagne themselves. Spinning Wheel. Yeah, funny enough, it's quite quite good that we're talking about that because that leads me on to the next Ooh, thing. Next the guys. County Chronicle magazine, uh, its principal areas are around uh, Edenbridge, Sevenoaks, Westrum, um, the belt of places below Bromley. Uh, and we now have our third monthly column coming out in that magazine. I've submitted the writing at the weekend. And uh, as a little preview to our listeners, uh, it will be talking about, on the one hand, uh, Westcombe Park Rugby Club's victorious end to their season and their promotion to the National League, which you can also hear about in uh, our 100th episode where I interviewed a couple of people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, the other thing was it was the first opportunity or one of the first opportunities in print to talk about the Let's Talk Better launch that we did at the Copper Salon, what, about three weeks ago now? Yeah, the 24th of uh, February. Yeah. A campaign to uh, help create better conversations yeah, inspiring in society. Inspiring conversations. Mm, yeah. Well, anyway, have we got uh, a bit of conversation you'd like to come up with about something you've enjoyed lately? Uh, what have I enjoyed? Oh, yes. Um, well, there's a couple of things. So, um, myself and Sarah, again, as part of the Bromley Buzz, uh, we went off to see at review the Titanic the Musical. Uh, uh, last week and um, it it was completely different to what I expected so it was playing at the Churchill Theatre in Bromley uh, for only three nights yeah it was Thursday Friday and Saturday three nights and um, we were very lucky to actually interview the maid from the Titanic Abby Hudson who is um, a Bromley girl she was um, born and brought up in Bromley and she was doing her first professional debut back in her hometown, which was really lovely. So if you want to listen to her interview, please do go back to that episode. Do you remember offhand which episode? It was last week, wasn't it? It was 101. 101, and I really there enjoyed um, editing that as well, which, as usual, I barely did any editing whatsoever. Just a couple of pauses. <coughs> but um, she was very passionate about it, slightly nervous about uh, appearing uh, in her first graduate, as it were, or graduated uh, role on, on a big yeah. stage but yeah and uh, by but, the way you know you're saying about it being completely different so it didn't sink no it did sink unfortunately yeah. okay. as we know the legend it was the unsinkable and it unfortunately did sink but um no it was really much focused on um the um the people from the third class second class and first class cabins and the contrast between them and then the communication sort of leading up to where the Titanic hits the iceberg. Uh, there were some, and I um, shall say, hair-raising moments, or where you got those goosebumps. Um, it was one of those musicals that is the story's told through a lot of singing, which was great. Um, there were some great assemblies and things like that, solos and duets. But for me, at times, I think I lost the storyline with all the singing um, because I couldn't quite hear the clarity of the words but I mean overall it was beautiful a very simple stage used beautifully and effectively and it's um, been reviewed in writing in it the has. Br- latest blog on the Bromley Buzz.uk website yes. 
Uh, well, it does occur to me if you take the Let's Talk Better event where mm. you were gobsmacked, mm-hmm. then on to the Titanic where you had your hair raised, and I've just amended the review so it says your gooses were bumped. You My had gooses a very were in, bumped. You had a very interesting little period there. Yes, there were moments of goosebumps. Um, uh, though I must say, I was looking forward to really sobbing my eyes out. A bit of cathartic uh, yeah, crying. Yeah, and I didn't quite get there. Um, but yeah, no, overall it was a very, very well thought out musical and enjoyable. Really, as Sarah put it, a very well spent Friday evening. Mm, yes, good good show that. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed meeting Jemima. I'll give her a shout out, by the way. Yes, New person her, in yeah. the Brom- Churchill Theatre's marketing team uh, who is a, a graduate of theatre uh, yes. in her degree uh, and uh, is definitely finding herself in the right place at the moment. Mm. She was yeah, she's a lovely lady. I've got to chat yeah. to her a bit more in the um, intermission. Okay. Right, Possibly. what's next? Um, have you got anything to buzz about? No, I've had a very quiet time. Well, What's the networking? Word, What's I've got the, the word networking? networking down. This isn't the champagne. This is the fact that uh, <laughs> I'm a member of Business Networking International, uh, a networking group, and I'm in a chapter called Lightning in Bromley, or Orpington to be precise. And um, within reason, you can go around the other clubs in the area. So I did three in three days last week. Um, and the reason that word networking has got the exclamation mark against it is the first one was at 10am, which was fine, but the next two started at 6.30am. So they were good networking events, but um, it hammered my Friday. How do you possibly build yourself up to actually communicate and talk and have conversations at that time of the morning? I mean, I know I'm an early bird. I'm up at mm. five in the morning, six in the morning, but not to communicate. Well... Firstly, whenever I get there, I largely ignore the other members and head straight for the coffee. <laughs> uh, and secondly, when, when you get to your bit, everyone in the room gets to say 60 seconds about the business. Uh, and uh, we've had practice and a certain amount of training about that stuff, so there's kind of a set format. Um, but this week, I've got to give a 10-minute presentation on Intune PR and nice. PR and copywriting. So, yeah, I've got to put some work in on that this afternoon. That's a different challenge. When I've done that kind of thing in the past in the chapter, Mm. I like to ask the audience questions. And if they get them right, I've been throwing Cadbury's cream eggs at them, which, um, to catch eggs, (laughs) isn't to bounce off their eggs. Yeah, their catching is very good, um, as it happens. But, But it also shows that my talks tend to happen around Easter every year. Okay, well, there you go. So here we are again. Well, if I was having a, a Cadbury cream egg thrown at me, I would duck because I don't do them. Ah, okay. <laughs> so somebody else would get it. Yeah, choosing chocolate for you is a tricky one. I know. I know. Uh, talking of tricky things, I've got a nice intro to the one you might talk about next, mm. uh, and that is the word aftershock. Yeah. Because when I was up north, um, partly doing my music PR with a Canadian called Chris Antonick, I went to one of his gigs. Mm. And uh, a very friendly northerner t- turned around to me and said, Here, boy, have a, no- have a northern drink, son. That may not be a very good northern accent, but it's best I can do. Um, <laughs> and uh, he gave me a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for, iridescent drink, huh. sort of bright pink or green or something, aftershock. And it's one of uh, these yes, very, so very drink. sweet, yes. very, very alcoholic things, which I'm never going to touch again. Uh, Considering I, uh, you like sweet drinks. Well, that's true, actually. Uh, I do, but I um, didn't really fancy that yeah. drink. But I didn't half appreciate his um, 
generosity mm-hmm. and spirit, which is Very lovely. Nice. But talking about generosity and spirit, another yeah, no, just shock. to mention that oh, um, Chris Antonek that you um, mm. have PR'd for in his music business, you also um, got him to um, come on my radio show, Mindset Matters. And why wouldn't I? And he talked about his journey as well. Yeah. So yes, um, do go over and check that. Don't know at the top of my head which show that was, um, but you'll be able to find it on all my social media links. Yeah, he wouldn't be having aftershock because he had drink problems along the way himself. Yes, yeah, so he's, mm. he's been sober for a long time now. Mm. Um, so talking about aftershock, uh, Oliver Anderson, a local Bromley singer-songwriter, uh, he is absolutely amazing. He performed at the Prairie Live Music Festival last year and the year before that and actually he's, he's going to be performing this year again oh brilliant um, yeah. I didn't know that yes I just saw it on social media the other day sort of the, the top headliners that are coming back and top loaders coming back as well oh, are they? but he's not they're not going to be the main main headliner that's not been announced yet then I take it so the, the, the one that's going to be the major one the very last one hasn't been mentioned yet mm. um, <coughs> excuse me so um, Oliver Anderson and also we um, you know because I was um, gobsmacked by him Mm. Um, he just his talent and his his life story and journey, and I got him to come along to our Let's Talk Better campaign launch, and he sung the song that he wrote called Aftershock, and it's coming out on all platforms on the seventh of April. So please do support him and connect with him. Uh, he can't, and he says on his social media Instagram, Oliver underscore Anderson eighteen. He says I can't wait for you all to hear it. I'm basically I basically wrote a song about my feelings towards my drug use and eventually sobriety. Sorry, I can't speak. Sobriety. Thank you. And how I was afraid it would affect my friendships. It hasn't, in brackets. The link to uh, pre-save is in his bio. And if you would uh, be amazing if you could do that for him. So, yes, that's Oliver Anderson, Aftershock. It's a really good song, isn't it? It is. It was it's it fitted the event brilliantly because of mm. those themes and he also talked um, when he wasn't singing in uh, quite an open manner uh, he did indeed but which young people aren't necessarily so used to doing and he, he also spoke about how almost he took his own life as well that was one of the things when I was um, uh, working on something last night to do it let's talk better I was thinking back over the event and we had one chap, Mark Brown, talk about mm. his journey, which included that and how close he came. Yeah. But there were two other people. Oliver was one. I'm not naming the other one. But there were two other people who said that they also had contemplated it. Mm. And you're talking about a room where there's about 30-ish people there, 25, 30 people. Mm. If that kind of percentage were the case across the country, I mean, that's, what, um, one, in, one in ten in that room? That's appalling. Um, but even if it's a much smaller percentage, suicide in the lead up to it is um, almost endemic by the sound of it. Yeah. And, we, and you've got um, uh, another interview of yours, and uh, of course you interviewed Oliver too, didn't you? Yes. Uh, for Mindset Matters. Um, Mike McCarthy um, Mike and McCarthy. Band of Hope. Uh, Band, Pattern of Pattern Hope. Pattern of Hope, which is yep. coming And up. Steve Phillips as well, yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, the Pattern of Hope is making a massive shift in the field of um, suicide awareness and prevention. Yes, it, it's literally a baton or batons that are, are going on a bit of an English or UK tour. UK so. tour, and mm. we'll be finishing in Downing Street. starts in uh, June, mm. and it will finish up in uh, Downing Street on that day. Um, that's hopefully 
through some chat with them, we can maybe get them to pass through. A little deviation to Bromley. Deviation to Bromley, I think, would be wonderful. But yes, so, uh, yeah, do look out for that. Uh, Oliver Anderson's coming out on his platform 7th of April. Now, you may have another thing that lifted you up and gave you a buzz to talk about, I don't know. But believe you me, after we've just been talking about suicide, drugs and um, alcohol and all Mm. that kind of stuff... I really do think it's time for an affirmation, a bit of positivity here. There is, but I think there's another one that I quite I want to throw in there, which I really enjoyed. It was one of those spontaneous days mm-hmm. where we were ch- chatting t- um, to Sarah, and then she was saying, "I'm going for a dog walk," and um, I had lots of work to do, and then you were there at home doing your work, and it was very spontaneous, wasn't it? Where Sarah yeah. goes, I'm, "Oh, I'm going down to Lesnes Abbey's um, to the farmers market," yeah. and uh, I said. Oh, sod it, excuse my French. And off I went down to... Sorry, uh, you say sod it on air? <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't often. No, no. And off we went down to... Uh, even you did, and you dragged... Oh, no. uh, not dragged, but you took Jackie along mm-hmm. as well, and we all met at the farmer's market in Lesnes Abbey. Well, it was lovely. It was uh, a beautiful day. Nice stalls uh, and uh, Local good business. weather and dogs. Yeah, there were so many dogs, yes. Yeah, and oh, let's give a shout out to Sarah like this. To Barney and Ellie, her dogs. Yes, absolutely. Woof, woof, woof. They were beautiful and they were really, really good. I mean, there were so many dogs there. Um, But, you know, it was great to support local businesses. Uh, Sarah bought some honey, which, because she's based in Mm. Erith, sort of Belvedere, Erith, I think it's the same thing. Um, And they grow honey there. And so Erith honey. Mm. How amazing is that? I didn't even know that existed. Well, even here, there's Orpington honey, there's BR5 honey. Because mm. uh, I've, I've got some jars of that. Oh, really? Yeah, there's the hyper local um, beekeeping around. Which well, in people's backyards. is wonderful. Um, the beekeepers can get very quiet about where they put their hives because mm. they don't want anyone going in and damaging them, which is very yeah, understandable. That's probably why. But mm. no, that was a really, really uh, lovely day. Um, great weather, great atmosphere. Yeah. Absolutely Tell you what, good. by the way, if, if the Bromley Buzz can't mention some beekeepers, it's a sad job, isn't it? Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in in uh, Bromley, there are also uh, farmers markets, yes. um, similarly. So I presume the ones at Biggin Hill Memorial Museum will probably start again if they yep. already haven't. And I know that there's one in Chislehurst, uh, in a car park near the Giggling Squid, if anyone knows ah, where the Giggling Squid yeah. is. Um, presumably that one too will be going again. That's kind yeah. of um, right near where the lake is. You've got the pond oh, the, lake the opposite the Grimson with the ducks, yes. yes. Yeah, but I have to say the Lesnes Abbey one had a lot of atmosphere. They did. Spot. I mean, you know, it's still got its historical walls there. Mm-hmm. And um, they've got the that tree, what's it called again? Oh, Sarah, where are you when we need you? The s- Belvedere. In Bel- she is in Belvedere. <laughs> uh, the, the, the silkworm tree thing. I'm, I'm, oh, I know Sarah, about this where tree. are you? It's a tree, apparently, that... Um, oh, my God. I'm, I tell you what, do you want I've to bring, bring her on air? Let's ring her, let's ring her. Ring her. Um, well, while I'm doing that... Put her on that, speaker so that we can get it on. Right, while I'm so, doing that... Yeah. Good idea, while I'm doing that, would you like to read my affirmation I'd for me for a change? I'd as long as I can come and look. Yeah, right. it'll be that one uh, that we're reading today. And I'll let you uh, absorb it and immerse into it. And if you've got any thoughts around it. Right. The power of affirmations from Zenat Narani on her Instagram. This one reads, Great happiness is all around me. And I open up my eyes 
and heart to let it flow through me. Mm. Well, I would say that one's quite aspirational. Uh, but good is where you spot it, so look around you for everything. And, and oh, spring spring is such a good time for finding happiness because you can see the flowers and the bees and the, the chick that I saw yeah. from the Egyptian geese in the uh, Priory Park in Orpington the other day going about the place affirming new life. Well, it's all starting to happen. Right. I'm just ringing in. Mm. This is like a TV show, isn't it? We do that. Oh Ask dear, she must be on a call. She cancelled <laughs> us on air while we're talking. <laughs> Never mind. She might ring Never back during it. Which she case might ring back. Well, if she does, it'll, uh, we'll, I'll get, get her to. Oh, sorry. Let's try that again. I'll ask her the question. Well, episode 102, and I finally got to read an affirmation as a result of that, so that's nice. Oh, she, she's just texted me and said she's on a Skype. Okay. Okay. No worries. So, um, moving on to some news. Indeed. So, um, we have to say Life in Bromley, Life in Orpington magazine. Yeah, I'll talk about one thing from mm-hmm. it, um, and that is that uh, Jen Up and Jenny Tomai, who is providing eating disorders workshops in local schools, appears in the new April issue. And that's really pleasing to have that covered because, as you know, as a person that works with young people on their mental state yourself, uh, it is all too common a thing and it needs addressing. So workshops for teachers and their students on this non-boundary image are great to see, and it's National Lottery Community Fund funded. So that's that one. Brilliant, excellent. And the other thing I wanted to mention, because this is absolutely amazing, um, Loretta Wright of Life in Orpington um, magazine and Bromley magazine, uh, the editor, she is reviving and bringing back the... uh, Bromley Business Awards. Okay, so she says here, uh, we are delighted to introduce the above and beyond Bromley Business Awards. Bromley is the largest of the London boroughs, but you can believe that we don't celebrate the success of our local businesses with borough-wide awards. And this is so true. So mm. she's bringing that to recognise even the smallest businesses. It's not just about those big known businesses. The side hustles. The side the ones, hustles, yeah. the ones that are working from home who are really trying to make it work. So for them, uh, it's called the ABBAS, A-B-B-B-A-S, okay? And uh, they they want to make a change. So they're saying, are you a local business? Local businesses are the backbone of our communities and they deserve to be highlighted (coughs) and celebrated. Very shortly, we'll be launching the nomination forms on our dedicated website where businesses can nominate themselves to win an ABBA from a range of categories. So you can visit www.lifeinmagazines.co.uk forward slash the hyphen ABBAs, which is A-B-B-B. A-S. Yes, and if you look at the symbol, it says Above and Beyond Bromley Business Awards. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're looking for Bromley uh, borough residents who don't own a business. Oh, sorry, local residents who you could be a panel as a judge as well. So they're looking for judges. So they're looking for borough residents who don't own a business, have a keen interest in community-related issues, consider themselves impartial and want to celebrate the borough's finest at a black tie event on Thursday, 9th November at the Warren in Hayes. 
uh, write to awards at lifeinmagazines.co.uk and tell us in 150 words or less why you think you should be our judging panel, along with your name, age, telephone number and address. Do you, do you think your uh, teacher voice could convert over to judge voice? Oh yes, absolutely. Mm. But I own a business so I can't be on the panel. Oh, okay. Because they're looking for um, people who are not business owners, don't own mm. a business. Because the whole idea is to have somebody who's non-judgmental coming from the local community and making those decisions. So it's not... I have an no idea effect. about who I'm going to um, suggest, suggest themselves in this. But uh, more of that um, off air. Yes. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway, that's, that's exciting. So pick up your copy of the um, Life in Mags and all the details are in there. Any more from there or shall I no, move on to yeah, the South let's London move on. Press? Move on. Okay, one thing from the South London Press online. Uh, it has talked about uh, and has a, a blog post about the classic comedy Abigail's Party, which I must admit I don't know much about, so I'll need to read the blog. Mm. Uh, is coming to the Churchill Theatre Bromley between the 19th and 22nd of April. Uh, and uh, the next one is Chislehurst Life magazine, the Copper Salon Restaurant, another um, British Curry Awards winner in the heart of Bromley, yep. is in there once more with some nice editorial. Uh, and there's a school article which interested you. Do you want to Ooh, talk yes, about that? Oh, yes, absolutely. So in the copy of the um, Chislehurst Life, the importance of making mistakes. Our role as parents, teachers, is to give our young people the skills and confidence to be the best version of themselves. That's kind of what I say in my business, isn't it? Miss Antonia Berry, headmistress of Mayfield School, tells us more. So I'm just going to read the first two paragraphs of this because it's, it's really, really um, insightful. So nobody achieves success, however you define it, without making mistakes. But the pressure on our young people to be perfect, particularly from social media and wider social influences and expectations, not least those imposed by the uh, spectra of GCSEs and A-levels, often cloud their perspective. Education should not be about what we learn, but how we learn. And then creating an environment where individuals are able to make their own mistakes and learn from them should be a priority for all of us. An environment where pupils are not always right, but mistakes will not scar for life. I would like to suggest that expecting every piece of work to be an A star throughout a child's career is not going to create the resilient individual we need to, res to respond to the needs of the age in which we find ourselves. A fantastic article. I mean, if we had time, I'd read the whole thing. It, is, it hits the nail on the head. Yes, it got me from the title. One of my favourite um, attributed quotes is Winston Churchill. Mm. Uh, and that is, success consists of going from failure to failure without the loss of enthusiasm. And I always thought that was lovely. So well done to that. And uh, saying that, we need to educate girls and boys to make mistakes, take calculated risks, not simply to uh, improve and broaden their horizons, but to ensure that they're able to function and contribute constructively to the society in which they live. You know, this is almost round of applause territory, but as we're the Bromley Buzz, I think we should do our first ever in-show before the end, little buzz of approval for that one. So, one, two, three. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Brilliant, that is absolutely Yeah, I'm not going to do that too often. It sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway. Well, it was a bit of a croaky buzz, wasn't it? We've had, since we've started, three sort of vaguely political things come our way, and we're mm-hmm. absolutely not a political podcast. No. Uh, we want to celebrate positive things, and there are positive things within politics, but essentially a lot of it's about arguing, and we're not here for that. Uh, the latest one to come our way is worth a mention for awareness, mm. which is a different thing. Um, and that is that we were approached by a lady who co-founded the UK Cladding Action Group. Now, it's all, I think it's probably impossible that anyone cannot remember the Grenfell disaster and the cladding. Mm. It's also fairly obvious that the removal of uh, similar cladding from other buildings seems to have been a painfully slow program. A process mm. which is not an enjoyable thing to behold because of the risks that go with it. And the UK Cladding Action Group is trying to do something about this. A local Bromley lady is co founder, um, and it's worth a mention. And she has said, by the way, when she was talking to me, that Sir Bob Neal MP, who we've yes, enjoyed in many ways, and especially interviewing him, has been very supportive. If you want to see what they're doing and judge for yourself, uh, check them out on Twitter at UKCAG. Mm, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So the UK Cladding Action Group, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Amazing. Um, I wanted to mention, I was um, I went to drop off my car and uh, I popped into Tesco's to get some proper milk, as that what everybody else calls it. Because well, I only drink... Improper milk. Improper milk. See, I drink oat milk, so um, <laughs> every time I get visitors uh, and I go... Like, would you like a tea or coffee? And they're like, yes, please. And I go, oat milk. And they're like, mm. so, so I So you're, you're an oat lady. So I'm an oat lady. Okay. So I went and got some proper milk for my guests when they come round so I can put that in their teens and coffees. And you got proper milk I'm today. I'm just going to have a sip while you're looking in that magazine. But Cheers. anyway, so I popped into Tesco's and I picked up a magazine, which I hadn't seen before. And it's called Families Southeast. It's free. And it says, take me home. And it's a really, really lovely sort of little thin magazine, uh, familiesonline.co.uk, that's got lots of lovely information about education, health, parenting tips, parenting, is that right? It sounds really funny the way I'm saying it. Parenting tips? That'll do. That'll do? Yeah, Yeah, that sounds really I'm not a speech diction coach or... No, but it sounds funny because I can hear myself and because of my croaking It's because you're croaking, never mind. Anyway, um, clubs and classes, so about mindfulness, they talk about understanding, intro-conception, it's about sort of healthy family apps and hacks that you can use with your children. It's just really, really a lovely little sort of um, insightful magazine, Um, even stuff on emotional... Um, intelligence, support learning, helping boys manage their gender gaps, stretching a child's imagination. Making mistakes. Making mistakes, mm. absolutely. So a great little magazine, I thought I'd mention that. Um, Families, Southeast, um, yeah, Southeast it's called familiesonline.co.uk. Well, we now come on to the section which is spotted on social, which is, again, things that we bumped into unexpectedly. Uh, and this week I came across Good Gym, or Good Gym in Bromley. Uh, the, it's actually part of a national organisation, which is www.goodgym.org. Uh, and these are groups of local people. This particular one is more up the penge end of Bromley, mm-hmm. but they want to pull people in from the entire borough. And I was speaking to uh, Mark from them, 
and I'll be inviting them on to one of our shows soon, I think. But uh, what they do, as it says here, is we run, walk and cycle to help local community organisations and isolated older people by doing practical tasks. Wonderful. So I think one of the tasks they mentioned was uh, helping local food bank. So mm -hmm. they ran to the food bank, used even more energy moving things around and helping them with that, mm. and then used even more energy again to run back to where they come from. And it's just, just a lovely, lovely sort of modern concept, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, I do know one or two runners, so I'm going to pass it on to them as well. Oh, fantastic. Mm. Lovely. So, shall we move on to what's on? Yes, indeed, which, beware, it's upside down again. Well, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> do you want to do the two short ones and I'll do the big one in the middle because I've actually read it before? <laughs> yes, I think you can take that one. Right. Um, no, you go ahead. No, just go, go for it. Okay. Give my voice a bit of a rest. That's a good point, actually. Um, and you can have some tea with oat milk in it. Um, <laughs> yes, 10th of April. Antiques, Vintage and Collectibles Fair will be at Keston Village Hall. And uh, this books marks uh, with the 1st to 30th of June, the London Festival of Architecture, which appears at Crystal Palace in Penge. But the thing in between the bookmarks, the bookends I should have said, is the 15th of April, a 5k family fun run at West Coomer Park RFC, which mm -hmm. is basically the south end of Orpington. Uh, and that's for the charity www.joshiesheartofgold.com. And Joshy's is J-O-S-H-Y-S, joshysheartofgold.com. Uh, this is actually quite a, a poignant thing for me as a local resident in Orpington, uh, because I go down the um, main road out of Orpington, A224 I think it is, anyway, whatever, uh, past um, the road down to the high street, mm -hmm. up past the BP garage, uh, and I look out deliberately for the post box on the left, which often has a post drop on it, a crocheted thing, which I love. None there at the moment. But I also go past, a, a, near the BP garage, uh, a road crossing where there are always flowers and other items commemorating the passing of somebody in a road accident. Mm. And for years I didn't really know the significance of it. Uh, and yes, it's a, a local boy who died there. Uh, and uh, in a hit and run as it turns out oh. which is really really sad so the charity has been set up for the bereaved uh, and for people whose children have been hurt as opposed mm. to killed anyway the event the 5k family fun run uh, on the 15th of April um, it says to mark Josh's four year anniversary we're holding a family fun run at Westcombe RFC Join us for a family fun packed today to raise funds and awareness for Joshy's Heart of Gold charity. Uh, we support bereaved families during and after the loss of a child or young person. Uh, it was set up in memory of Josh Osborne. To mark his four-year anniversary, we're holding this. The Mayor of Bromley and our local MP, that must be Gareth Bacon, mm. will be attending along with the London Air Ambulance, Made in Kent Radio, K2K Performing Arts, a cake stand, ice cream van and various stores. And that's it on the um, what's on. And the what's on. But uh, going to be able to read that one out more fully than usual. Super. I did have something that I wanted to mention. Something about um, to do with the buzzes, actually. Um, and it's literally just gone out of my head. 
I knew it, and then you finished, you and it buzzed away. You can try ringing Sarah again and say, what was in my mind, as well as tell me about the tree at Lesnar's Abbey? Yeah, no, I know. Um, oh, my goodness. I hate it when that happens. You can add it in next week's show, if it's still timely. I could timely. add it in next week's show. You certainly can. Um, but we're looking forward to um, this weekend, aren't we? Where we're going to be going to the Amit Amishans Oh yes, on indeed. Um, out of area in Lewisham, but it's in support of Casper, locally based uh, charity yes. for uh, people on the autistic spectrum. Which is great because Casper is our chosen charity for the um, Let's Talk Let's Talk Better campaign. Indeed, it is. So that's uh, that's really great. Um, it was something to do with the buzz. That's what's gone out of my head. Mm. It was to do with the three of us. Mm. Yourself, Sarah, and me. Mm-hmm. You're not helping by looking at me like that. Interrogative look. Yes. Oh my goodness! Don't you hate it when that happens? Yeah. Were you going to applaud your um, spicy pasta dish you did the other day for us? No. Which was very nice. I come up here thinking I'm just going to wave them off to the uh, theatre, and suddenly I get a plate of food in front of me and a glass of wine, which was lovely. There you go. It may not have been that, but I congratulate you on it anyway. Oh, thank you. Thank you mm. very much. No, I can't remember what it was, so um, I think we'll, we can buzz out and then maybe I'll suddenly remember or I might suddenly just send you a voice message for you to insert the clip. I'll tell you what, listeners, um, you know the term Easter eggs on um, songs mm. and uh, internet things, I think it is, uh, where you get an unexpected bonus track or something thrown in. For the per first time probably ever, you might find an Easter egg after we buzz out in a moment of what Zenat thought of when I record it separately and later. <laughs> so watch out for a possible Easter egg or total silence. There we go. Right. right. Time to buzz out. Another buzz. One. I'm Zenat Narani from Vida de la Mariposa Coaching and you are? Darren Wheelwire forgetting to identify himself of Intune PR and the Bromley Buzz. And that's it for this week. <laughs> Right, finally got through to Sarah. Well, hello, Sarah. <laughs> hello, Zeevan. Hello, Darren. It's our hello. other half of the Bromley Buzz team. Now, if I, we, I was struggling because we were um, to remember the historical bits of uh, Lesnes Abbey when we came to the farmer's market and yeah. the tree that they've got there, that beautiful tree. Could you just fill us in what that history is? Sure, okay, so the tree is actually a mulberry tree uh, and it was imported by James I because he wanted to feed his silkworms. Unfortunately, he imported the wrong type of mulberry tree, so I think um, he imported a white mulberry tree and silkworms only eat black mulberry, um, or it might be the other way around, but whichever one it is, he, he got the wrong one in. Um, but it's the tree itself is still standing. Uh, unfortunately, some vandals did take a hacksaw to one of the branches at, at one point, um, oh, I don't know, probably about four or five years ago now. Mm. Uh, so the tree is actually being supported uh, at one point, but they didn't manage to kill it, thank goodness. Um, so it's still going strong. It is ring-fenced now, so people can't walk up to it. But, you know, when I first moved here, you could literally just walk up to it and touch its, uh, wow. touch its trunk and everything. It was lovely. So... Um, uh, and there's a little uh, information guide there about it. But, I mean, the whole area is just... Uh, I mean, the monastery was built back in... I know, the ruins are incredible, aren't they? Yeah, yeah so there's, it, it stems from uh, Norman conquest times. It's I think they started building it in uh, the year 1026 or something like that. Mm. So, 
and there's actually the heart of the princess buried there as well so Ooh, it's, I didn't a, it's a pretty know special that. place Mm, it's a pretty special place. It is, yeah. I mean, it's a nice walk because I've gone on loads of walks with you and your uh, little babies, Barney and Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. And they love it over there as well, although I tend to not take them through the ruins quite so much because mm. usually Barney finds some fox poo to roll in and Ellie usually finds a <laughs> <of> poo. <laughs> so it's just better to stay in the woods. Delights which... for the dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, the... Well, the woods are absolutely amazing. At this time of year, we have all the um, all the daffodils are out, so you just have uh, carpets of, of, mm. of golden bobbing heads everywhere, which is lovely. Uh, and give it another couple of weeks, and we'll have the wooden enemies starting to come out, and then the blue yes. bluebells after mm. that. So it's absolutely stunning Sorry. when that happens. And you have lovely markets there. That's why we came down on on a spontaneous uh, kind of visit wasn't it and we had a wonderful day <laughs> it was very spontaneous yeah so yeah they have a farmer's market there every second sun every second sunday of the month um and uh, and it's always re- it just grows and grows and grows and we found some lovely stuff there didn't we i mean you know it's yes. honey produced by bees in in iris and um uh the the vegan candle company that's won won an award for yes. being the best yeah which i got a sri lankan one and then i got yeah, the I tibetan body wash yeah. So yes, it's uh, it's an it's an, and the food is is great. If you want to uh, sample the sausages, we have to get there earlier because they sell out. Mm. But um, the pizza was great, wasn't it? Robin's, oh, the pizza was uh, yummy. Well, I had uh, I actually fried up my chicken sausages the other day that I bought from there, and they were really oh. really nice. The chicken leek ones, very nice. Mm. <laughs> Uh, we we had the Lincoln sausages. Um, I think that that night, and uh, yeah, they were amazing too. And uh, the dogs got to share one, so they were pretty happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the dogs. <laughs> well, thank you very much for ringing back and filling us in on the history of Lesnar's Abbey. <laughs> My pleasure. Well, we'll let you go because I know you've got a busy day of phone calls and meetings. <laughs> yes. I have, yeah. I've got another one coming up with my mad scientists. So I will love you and leave you guys. Have a great recording and a super Monday. Thank you. Buzz it out. Bye. (laughs) Buzzy bye.